Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you're listening to 5-Minute Folklore with me, Bob Shroy. This episode will feel a little different, as it was the first one I actually worked on. That means the sound quality may not be as high a standard as usual, and is perhaps slightly shorter. But I still really like the story, so I wanted to put it out there uh, while I work on next week's episode. Also, this episode was made before I managed to get anyone to do voices for me, so this one's all me on my own. Anyway, today's topic is the Anku who originates in Celtic, or more specifically Breton mythology, and is one of folklore's numerous death representations. Like many folklore figures, there are many different origins for the Anku, so I've weaved a few of them together for this story. Anyway, here's today's five-minute folklore. Long ago, a cruel prince met death whilst on a hunting trip. In his arrogance, he confronted death and put a challenge upon him. Well, you may be death, but I'm the greatest hunter around these parts, and I know these woods better than you. How about this for a wager? Let us see who can be the first to kill a black stag. Death easily won this contest and cursed the prince. You are now doomed to spend the rest of eternity as a ghastly figure known as Anku. You will roam the streets, collecting the souls of the dead for me. Perhaps, if you can collect enough, I will one day grant you entry into the afterlife. Anku eventually became known as the King of the Dead and earned two servants of his own, two ghostly figures that accompanied him from time to time. He would travel the streets, scythe in hand, with a wooden cart pulled by black horses, always wearing a black cloak and hat pulled low to conceal his ghoulish form. Those who claimed to have seen him described a tall man, his face nothing but a scum 
with the ability to revolve in any direction, to see all around. If you heard his cart outside your house, then you knew you were about to die. You would hear a knocking on the door. Anku was here to collect. Oh, when the Anku, Anku comes, comes, he will not go away empty. When the Anku comes, he will not go away empty. Some believed him to be the firstborn of Adam and Eve, and others believed the mantle of Anku to rotate yearly, with the last born of the year doomed into the role. One night, three drunken friends were walking the streets on the way home from the pub and saw Anku. He appeared to them as an elderly man on an old cart. Two of the men taunted him. They picked up stones and threw them at the cart, breaking the axle, and then ran away, leaving the one friend alone with Anku. Are you okay? Anku was silent. Here, let me help you. He removed his shoelaces and used them to mend the broken axle. I'm sorry about my friends. Will you be okay to continue now? Anku was silent. The man left and went home. The next morning, he looked into the mirror to find his hair had turned white. He had been spared. His two other friends had been found dead, and he never spoke of the incident again. When the Anku comes, he will not go away empty. I weaved a few different versions and stories of Anku together for my telling, so let's take a little more of an in-depth look at the origins of Anku, the beliefs surrounding him, and where he's influenced other media. Anku originates in Breton folklore from the region of Brittany, France, but is also well known in Celtic mythology. He shares many similarities to the Grim Reaper and other representations of death or death harbingers. Sometimes he's described as a tall, thin, white-haired man in black, and sometimes a skeleton in a shroud with a scythe which he is said to sharpen on a human bone. There are a few different interpretations of the origin. The more common tale in Brittany is that the Anku is the last person to have died in a parish in the previous year. So more traditional Breton tales describe there being many Ankus, one for each parish. Others say there's only one, the first person to die in the year, who is tasked with collecting the souls of the dead until he is replaced by the first dead of the following year and then is permitted to move into the afterlife. Some places say this is solely from within each parish, and others say it can be anyone. There are other variations of the version of Anku that I portrayed, such as, in my version of the story, Anku was always silent, as he is sometimes described, but in other tales he is known to wail mournfully, similar to the Banshee of Irish origin, and sometimes he's a very fine-spoken, gentlemanly type of character, very polite. I also describe people as hearing his old car outside their homes, and that they knew that was the sign that the Anku was there for them. Other tellings describe the noise as more like a squealing of railway wheels from the wheelbarrow of Anku, or Caraguel and Anku. Some others say that you could hear the sound of the death bird, or Labus and Anku, which is said to sound like an owl's cry. 
The two helpers I briefly mentioned are usually described as either apparitions, ghouls or skeletons. It's their job to load up the dead bodies onto the cart that Anku collects. And it's sometimes said that the cart is um, full of stones initially and each time a body goes on they remove a stone, they replace each stone with the body. There are also variations in the number and appearance of the horses that pull his cart. Um, sometimes described as four black horses, sometimes two black horses, and sometimes two horses of which one is in perfect health while the other is ill-looking and skinny. In the earliest examples of the Anku, he's described as wielding a hammer, able to grant both life and death. There are also tales of Anku wandering graveyards, watching over the souls of the dead within them. Anku is not always seen as a frightening figure, merely one carrying out his work, and actually in quite a fair way. Some say that he will appear to you first as a warning that you do not have much time left, giving you opportunity to get your affairs in order before he comes for you. Now here's another interesting example of the Anku. Um, I'm reading this from villains.wikia.com. I just found this quite interesting. So it says, It is said that the Anku waits in every new house to claim the life of the first living being to enter it, be it an animal or an egg about to hatch. Because of this, it is tradition in the Breton commune of Quimperle to sacrifice a rooster and to spread its blood on the foundations of every house which is being built. During Christmas Eve, which the Bretons call the Night of Wonders, the Anku roams anonymously among the crowd attending the Midnight Mass. There he brushes past all the people who will die before the New Year. So yeah, that's just a, a reading from uh, villains.wikia.com, which I found quite interesting. Um, now the stories I told, I told um, there's loads and loads of stories to do with the Anku, loads of different origins. Um, the ones I told in mine, I sort of mixed together a few different ones to make my own telling, but I, I told the one of the Huntsman, the cruel prince challenging death and becoming the Anku, and I, I sort of mixed it in with the the three friends who see him on the, on the way home from the pub, and um, just a few other little bits and bobs. But there are quite a few other stories as well. So the one of the three friends encountering Anku after leaving the pub, there's, a, there's another variation on that story. And in that, the three men are brothers, and they're leaving a party. So that goes, as a drunken prank, they use a dead tree to block the road to the next person to travel along it. That person happens to be the Anku, who visits their homes and demands them to move the tree. He tells the brothers that since they have delayed an hour of his work, he will remove an hour from their life, and they will die that much sooner. He also adds that if they had not complied immediately, he would have removed a year for every minute that they had delayed him further. So that's just a, a variation on the, the three friends one that I told. There's also another story which tells of a man who hears the creaking of Anku's cart one night and tries to hide so that he can see Anku for himself. So while the man's hiding, Anku passes and one of the wheels from his cart breaks and one of his aides, the ghoulish helpers he has, sets to mending it with a tree branch. The man continues to hide and stay silent so the Anku doesn't notice him and eventually the cart is mended and the Anku moves on. The man thinks he's safe, uh, but the next day he catches a fever and dies. There's also a few well-known famous expressions about the Anku, such as in my one, in my, in my story, um, I repeated the phrase a few times, when the Anku comes, he will not go away empty. And this is actually an Irish saying regarding the Anku. But there are a couple of well-known Breton sayings as well. 
One translates to death, judgment, cold hell. When man thinks about it, he ought to shiver, which is what the anchor is rumoured to say to passers-by. So again, that's death, judgment, cold hell. When man thinks about it, he ought to shiver. Another famous Breton saying, which is what people would say when there's a year with more deaths than usual, uh, translates as something roughly or, or similar to, on my faith, this anku is a very nasty one. So on my faith, this anku is a very nasty one. Again, that's a, a Breton, an old Breton saying, about a year with more deaths than usual. There's many, many works of literature over the years with references to Anku or having Anku as a character or him appearing. Um, a couple of examples, uh, there's one called The Life of Saint Non from the early 16th century. And also Drem and Anku or The Face of Death uh, by Abby Ozen. That's from the mid 20th century. And they've appeared in all sorts of media over the years. Um, like one example, Anku's appear as enemies in the popular online fantasy MMORPG RuneScape. They appear looking like skeletons within that. So Anku's have they've got around all over the place and they've appeared in, in culture for many, many, many years. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, there's one more story I would like to tell, known as the blacksmith story. But first, just a couple of little things. If you'd like to contact me via email... Uh, you can at 5minutefolklore at gmail.com. That's the word five, not the number. So 5minutefolklore at gmail.com. And feel free to request any other folklore figures from around the world that you'd like to see me cover. Or just say hi. You can also find me on Twitter at, at Bob Shoy. That's at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. Uh, also, the music that appeared under the story at the beginning um, was Breton Folk Music. And I'll always try and include music in the traditional style of wherever in the world the folklore story of the episode is based. Uh, that piece was called Comesque by Aaron E. Zoltan, which he's recorded in a few different variations. Uh, if you enjoyed it, you should definitely check out more music by him. So thanks to Aaron E. Zoltan for letting me use that piece. And lastly, thank you for listening. So here's just one more short tale about the Anku. There was once a blacksmith named Fanch Arflor. He was highly skilled but always took on more work than he had time for, so was constantly working. One Christmas Eve he continued to work rather than attend the midnight mass, but asked his wife and children to pray on his behalf. He is told by them that if he has not stopped his work by the time of the last bell chime at midnight, then he will be cursed. Losing track of time he continues to work anyway and hears a knock at the door. He opens it to see a tall figure, dressed in black, his face concealed by a hat pulled low, standing, waiting for him. The last bell has already rung. Fanch is speechless. Blacksmith, repair my scythe for me. Fanch takes it from him and does as asked. When he hands it back, the figure reveals himself as Anku. Fanch knows what this means. Anku speaks. You have neglected the night of wonders, and I am here for your soul. In return for your fine workmanship on my scythe, I will grant you time to say your farewells to your loved ones. 
Anku leaves, but Farnch knows it won't be long until he returns for him. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.